It's been said that Christian music sucks. On The Antidote, we dispel that myth as we explore the artistry of Christian bands. Listen to in-depth interviews and music from these faith-based groups. For unique and innovative music ranging from metalcore to indie folk, you'll hear it all on The Antidote with Dave Hawkins. Wednesdays at 9 on Trent Radio, 92.7 FM, Peterborough. Thanks for checking out The Antidote with both Dave and Abram Hawkins. We're going to disappoint those listeners who are into metal. Because tonight, where you might have guessed from our opening track, The Antidote is offering up a milder tone for tonight. We'll be looking at a number of styles of folk music, but indie folk is going to be the main focus. We have quite a number of bands lined up for tonight. And we'll be covering in depth the indie folk of those know-it-alls and their mighty causes. And you're also going to want to hang around to the end of the show, because we're going to have a brand new track from this excellent band. Now, our next song comes as a bit of a surprise to me. Dustin Kensrue may be best known as being the frontman of the band Thrice. But he's put out a number of solo efforts over the years, including this aptly titled track called Folk Song. Once a sweet little girl So innocent and pure Your eyes were open and sure Anyone could look right in And I followed close to your gaze You looked up towards the sky 
But I watched your face drift away Other things caught your eye well, The magazines and media supplied you with their plastic protocol And maybe music television really is the devil after all But all I can say is I knew you before you were beautiful back then Before you grew up, before you gave in You dream of sharing your heart Instead you share your bed your heart beats empty and cold with all the tears you would shed And you dream of bearing your soul Instead you bear more skin And you wear dark glasses to keep anyone from looking in Magazines and media supplied you with their plastic protocol Oh, and maybe music television really is the devil after all But all I can say is I knew you before you were beautiful back then Before you grew up All you want is to hear the words Dear baby, I love you So you hike your skirt higher still Till their eyes are all on you And you're driving fast foreign cars The color of your sin And you tint your windows to keep Anyone from looking in Oh, and all I can say Knew you before you were beautiful back then Before you grew up Before you gave in And all I can say is I knew you before you were beautiful back then
just think about the things that we can do to make things better. To make things from those lavender whales. And now let's get to our talk with those know-it-alls and their mighty causes. Folk music and indie folk in particular has always been a bit of a mainstay in Christian music. And tonight we have a special treat because we're speaking with those know-it-alls and their mighty causes. Guys, thanks for joining The Antidote. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank you. Can I get all of you guys to introduce yourselves and say who you are? I'm Reagan Smith, and I play guitar and sing. I'm Matthew Hagerman, and I play viola. John Zmickley, and I play the trumpet. I'm Glenn Jordan, and I play the glockenspiel. I'm Maggie, and I sing also. I'm Amber, and I play the cello and sing as well. I'm Nathaniel, and I play the trumpet, and I sing, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Randon from I play the banjo. Thanks for all eight of you for joining in tonight. Thank you for the interview. You ever have trouble fitting all eight of you on the stage at one time? Absolutely. Yeah, every every show. Night. No, <laughs> not really. I mean, sometimes. I mean, you know. There's actually there's actually eleven of us, so we're we're, we're usually pretty crammed. Especially not we have a drummer and stuff, so getting the drum set and trying to get everything on there. Sometimes we have trouble. Yeah, definitely. Of course, they always give you main stage at every event. 
I know. Yeah, right. That's why we did this. We just yeah. got done with the Reliance Stadium. Yeah. Um, we play all the big ones. Sometimes they hang us from the ceilings. Yeah. <laughs> on puppet strings. And that usually helps. No, I know those know-it-alls and their mighty causes called San Marcos, Texas home, but can you fill us in as to where that's located in the state? It's kind of central Texas, about 30 minutes south of Austin. Between Austin and San Antonio. I know this is sort of a lame question, but I'm going to ask anyway, because you're never supposed to ask about the name of their band. But how did you come up with those know-it-alls and their mighty causes? Yeah, it's a line from a Danielson song called Soul to the Nice Rich Man. I really liked it, and it's kind of facetious, so I thought it fit us well. I don't know, that's pretty much it. I love Danielson. Some of us do. And we're very facetious people, so... Yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny. Do you find it more or less difficult developing music when you have input from eight band members? Um, I think it's what really makes it. Like Sometimes we it takes longer to get through songs, but really just having everyone's input and just everyone influenced by so many different bands and musical styles and stuff, and everyone's got a different style of writing, it really just kind of gives us the sound that we have, and it's, it makes it a lot more fun. I think it, it gives us a lot more variety with what we play, and it keeps us from getting stale or anything like that. I think the hardest part is just getting everyone to practice. Yeah, <laughs> scheduling yeah. practices are a pain. And yeah, make, making sure everyone's schedule like fits and getting shows. and It's a little tricky sometimes, but it's definitely worth it. I mean, we're in the middle of recording our second album right now, and honestly, like, we had a date to get everything done by, and we've got it done actually faster. With We've gotten more people, you know, pretty recently, so it, yeah. went, it went a lot faster, I think, than you've ever written anything it seems like so yeah it worked out and it worked out weird that more people and it went faster yeah and we're, we're definitely getting used to writing with each other and we're, we're able to bounce ideas and kind of play with everyone's ideas a lot better than we used to be able to so it's been really good it's been a lot of fun the shepherd from those know-it-alls and their mighty causes Shepherd God's flock 
about the new recording is this going to be a full length you're working on an ep it's a full length 12 songs it's been a lot of fun it's by far the best stuff we've been working on it's all pretty fresh and i mean it's it's been a lot of fun it sounds really good we all we're all really pleased with how it's coming out we've got all the instruments done um we're just mainly working on the vocals and getting kind of the little stuff figured out and getting it all tied together and this is the mastermind behind it all. Maggie, Maggie is recording us, so I'm doing that whole album. You're the technical wizard. <laughs> yeah, yes. something like that. Man. Absolutely. Is there going to be any major changes from your previous release, from A Fire Filled Arise? Um, it's definitely a bigger sound than A Fire Filled Arise. We've got a lot more instruments, and the parts that we've written play off each other a lot more. Like, there's just a lot more interaction with the instruments, I think, in this one, and. I think we've really kind of figured out how to best use all the instruments in the best way possible to get the get the most out of the sound that we're going for. There's a lot more energy in this one than mm-hmm. in Firefield Eyes. Absolutely. Yeah, and everyone's better at their instruments, and we have a stand-up basis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a trombone player. I think it has a lot more dynamics. I think it's going to be just um, a lot more complex than the last album. Yeah, for sure. We've definitely spent a lot more time getting the parts down and... Yeah, we've we've taken our time with it and gotten what we like. So you all equally share in the songwriting? Yep. Everyone takes care of their own parts and kind of kind of I guess the structure is like either I or someone else will kind of write the song, like the chords, the melody and the words and stuff, and then they usually bring it to the table and then once we hear it we kind of it gets morphed a lot. We add stuff in, take stuff out, um, work on the structure and then everyone takes care of their own parts and yeah, definitely a group effort. What about the lyrical content? Does any one person handle that in particular? I guess the bulk of this album and the last album have kind of been me. Um, Amber's got a song on this one that's incredible. So, uh, yeah, well, it's, I guess the bulk of it I kind of take care of, but, yeah, other people throw stuff in, too. How do you develop your lyrical themes or musical themes in that case also? Um, that's a good one. Good one, Dave. I think Reagan likes to write stories, and so they're always just a story. Yeah, I'm. I would say definitely. I have a problem writing songs that aren't stories. Like they usually come out sounding really weird, and they don't make much sense. So I try and stick with stories mainly because I like them. I like the idea of the storyteller and the idea of putting a story to a song and telling a story through a song. It's a lot easier to write a three-minute story than it is to write a mm-hmm. couple hundred-page book. 
<laughs> and I know this album too. Like we kind of, as far as musical themes, we've like since we don't go like a string section, like a horn section, we kind of have different groups and instruments. We've you know taken parts of songs and we're like, oh, this is gonna fit you know this musical section, and we kind of have built themes that way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's been cool. From those know-it-alls and their mighty causes with the glorification. there ever been a certain venue that you have wanted to play at but have never had the chance the glade theater (laughs) (laughs) there's shubas in chicago i thought for sure we could play there because danielson played there but honestly most of the places last tour we went on most of the places i emailed we didn't get they wouldn't even like email us back because we're not 
I guess we we didn't have a professional enough portfolio. So most places we try and play, we need to get a better portfolio so places will let us play. But uh, yeah, I don't think we're really like venue snobs. We just we would play anywhere. We yeah. play outside. Anywhere that'll let us play. Including busking in front of the water station at Cornerstone Festival. Absolutely. That that's was, you know, that's favorite. one of, yeah, that's one of yeah. our favorite place we played. That was, that was a lot of fun, definitely. Right on the trees. <laughs> you guys do have some association with the Oh Hellos. We do. Maggie is actually, uh, her. it's her and her brother do all the music for it, and they're good friends of ours, so... We're fortunate to have Maggie come and play with us and record with us. And we're thankful to have such awesome people to help us record our stuff, too. It works out. How do listeners find those know-it-alls and their mighty causes online? I have no <laughs> idea, honestly. We, we don't do as much promoting as we probably should. We do next to none. We've got a Facebook and a band camp. And people find it by the grace of God that given us these listeners to <laughs> listen to our music, honestly. It's probably through the Oh Hellos, honestly. Yeah. They'll listen to the Oh Hellos and see that uh, maybe they gave us credit somewhere or something. They'll look us up and they'll say, oh, they're, they're almost as good as Oh Hellos. I'll have them on Facebook. Why not? Our, our band camp that people can go to is uh, those knowitalls.bandcamp.com. That's usually we send people to go listen to our music. Okay, but give us the Facebook address. So it is uh, facebook.com slash those know-it-alls. Listen in to I Was Wrong from the Ohalos, the sister band of those know-it-alls and their mighty causes.
Back to the topic of the new recording. When is it coming out? And have you given it a label yet? It is coming out at the end of February, and the label is not for sure yet. A couple of perspective kind of ideas floating around, but uh, I'm still working on kind of getting the CD named and some of the songs, actually, too. So, <laughs> But it, it'll be ready by February, definitely. And this recording is also going to be released on Bandcamp? It will be. We're, yeah. Put it up on Bandcamp, and we'll, we'll definitely be printing some physical yeah, copies. Rand will do them. Yeah, Rand always Yeah, it'll look pretty nice, and there'll probably be a lot more promotion at yeah. that point, too. The Bandcamp will be changed. And Honestly, we're a lot more excited about a lot of this stuff because it's a lot more fresh and the whole kind of different thing that we've been doing. So I think we will be getting it out there as much as possible because we really want people to hear it. That's actually something that's a little unique about our band, I guess, is we have a range of people in our band, and so we each bring a kind of a different feel to the table, and we're fortunate enough that um, Rand is actually a screen printer and also an illustrator, and so he does a lot of our artwork and makes a lot of our merchandise that we sell. And In fact, we made all of our own stuff whenever we went out on tour this past summer, and yeah. um, it was really great. It worked out really well. Well, here we go. We're going to sum up. What would be the greatest achievement for those know-it-alls and their mighty causes? 400 friends on Facebook. <laughs> 400 <laughs> likes. Some tip play with Danielson. I don't know. To play with Danielson. I see this as a way to glorify God. Like these are the gifts yeah. He's given us, and we really just—I enjoy so much like worshiping with my best friends. You know, we get to spend time together and play music and praise God with the gifts He's given us, and that in itself is like one of the most incredible things I could ever imagine. Having fun and. If this could speak to anyone, just one person, you know, that would be incredible. That'd be so astronomical, having that effect on one person, you know. I don't think we've ever talked about achievements very yeah. specifically, but I think that we just love each other. We love playing music together, and every day just being together is just fine with that. I think an awesome accomplishment would be just growing our connection, our community of people across the world that yeah. we can, you know, have a place to stay or a person to talk to wherever we are, no matter what. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. And that was one thing, you know, about going on Cornerstone that we all loved so much was um, getting to meet all of these different people and, you know, just getting to see others that just shared our, our beliefs and just shared our views. And even people that didn't, they're just being able to just talk to other people. I mean, that community is just so huge to us. We love that. Absolutely. The Antidote has been speaking with probably one of the most friendly bands on the entire planet, those know-it-alls and their mighty causes. Thanks for coming out and spending some time with The Antidote. And best of success with the new album. Oh, Man, thank awesome. you. That was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you so you, much, you, Dave. Dave. Stay warm. The gravel, the crunches beneath our feet. 
sweet eye why I sweat it pumps me but not enough to force the fog tree eyes open as it grows the cave of wonders you led me to was a pinprick darkness I couldn't get through careful chosen words to not upset you we squirm into the dark
finally came, no, I wasn't afraid. When death finally came, I wasn't afraid. When death finally came, I met him with outstretched arms. was The Cave of Wonders from those know-it-alls and their mighty causes, who still have their new song for us to close out of The Antidote. We've had a number of bands stay at our house over the years, and there here are a couple of those who've been house guests. First up from Nashville, Handsome and Gretel with Rascal, and then Lauren Mann and the Fairly Odd Folk and their excellent track, I Lost Myself. Mama need you to take me to the doctor, yeah Make me an appointment but keep it low Maybe we could find out why I'm so mean Daddy, didn't mean to slam the door in your face, no Meant to tell you
without even knowing what was happening. I've got voices in my head making me think that this is where I am.
Derek Webb with a real ghost. And now a band who are gaining notice with fans of both Americana and Christian music, The Vespers with Better Now. This has been The Antidote, where we focus on the music of artists who share a Christian worldview. Each Wednesday at 9, The Antidote airs through the facilities of Trent Radio, CFFF Peterborough. Abram has been busy developing and fine-tuning the new website for The Antidote. You can check it out online at theantidoteradio.com. 
On the site, you can also check out past episodes of The Antidote. You'll find concert and album reviews, interview recordings, and music news. Plus, The Antidote Radio is now on both Facebook and Twitter. And of course, be sure to check out Bandcamp for the upcoming release from our feature artist, those know-it-alls and their mighty causes. Next Wednesday, The Antidote is back with yet another change in musical style as we spend an hour with the old-school rock and roll punk band, The Scurvies. This band is awesome, so be sure to check it out. As you heard on the interview with those know-it-alls and their mighty causes, they've been busy recording a new release titled All Creatures Here Below. As a teaser for that album, here's the first listen anyone has had to their new single, The Awakening of the Field. Enjoy. Lord 
Help them become whole.